0: If this is your first time listening, you can hear full interviews with Jerry Douglas, Alison Brown, Bela Fleck, Larry Sparks, Jody Stecker, and so many more wherever you get your podcast, Thank you so much for listening. Later on. Hey, this is Travis Book. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
2: I think i'm here so that uh people can have a good time you know i like to have a good time i like to i like to make people around me have a good time and usually i do it with a banjo but not always you know um but i think and i have thought about this you know it's like all right well yeah what what is what's the thing that that i do why am i here yeah what's Um, your role what's
0: my role (laughs) forward backward forward oh my role is forward for Uh, sure dude
2: um (laughs) There's
0: no backward roll over here. no backward roll over here. Uh,
3: Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Travis Book. This episode is brought to you by Americana Vibes and Thompson Guitars, makers of fine instruments handmade with love in Sisters, Oregon. In January of 2021, I invited banjo player Kyle Tuttle to join me on the happy hour. Kyle is one of my favorite people, an absolute delight, and he's partly responsible for the happy hour's genesis. He's currently touring with Molly Tuttle in Golden Road, and he has a new record that I had the honor of playing on due to be released in the fall of 2022. There were audio issues on a couple tunes, but the first half of Ship of Fools and Home Sweet Home were so good I included them with a fade. This podcast is an edited distillation of the full-length happy hour which aired live on January 6th of 2021. I edit pretty heavily for the podcast, but full episodes of this and every happy hour can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com.
1: Travis Book Happy Hour with special guest Kyle Tuttle and the Happy Hour House Band featuring Lindsey Pruitt and Kyle Tuttle. And now, your host, Travis Book.
0: Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour. Thank you. Our first episode of 2021. Uh, Thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, This is the first show we're doing. Pretty much, there's like four people in the room, and it's actually kind of awesome. It's almost like doing like real, real TV. You know, I would imagine. I have no experience with that. Um, I've been, I've been working in between, well, getting ready for season two. I've been, uh, I've been editing the old episodes, the episodes that have already aired, I should say, they're not old, um, I've been editing them into the podcast format, and that has been really interesting listening back, and one thing I've learned is that the, the whole monologue part of the show is incredibly challenging. I just didn't realize it's so easy to form ideas in my head when I'm out riding my bicycle, you know, and then I come back and I write them down on paper, and I'm like, this is all some relevant shit, and then I get up here and I'm like, what the heck is this stuff I've written down? But I'm gonna keep trying anyway. You know, this, there's a song I wanna play. The chorus kinda came out one morning when I was absentmindedly just kind of hanging out, finger picking the guitar, playing coffee. And the verse melody, and I use that word lightly because the melody is essentially just, it's just like a one note melody. The lyrics all tumbled out, but I had to work at the bridge. And it sort of became the crux of the whole thing. The bridge was gonna make or break the song. And I went back to look over the song last week, and the bridge had been rezi- revised. I opened up the document, and the, the bridge was, was written. And I guess I did it, because nobody else has access to the document, but I don't particularly remember doing it. Um, fortunately, though, <laughs> I started playing the song, and I realized that the song had sort of become, to me at least, a song about depression, which is something that I've been like, I've been like a partner with depression for like 20 years, you know? It's it's. It's been like my little buddy, <laughs> never really kind of goes away. So here I'd had this like close friend, depression, which I've, I've come to become friends with it. You know, there's nothing else to do. And, he, and I'd never written a song about him. <laughs> so I was so psyched. I realized here I've written this song about like my best little buddy, my, my depression that I carry around. And you know, depression is super common. And it manifests in really different ways for everybody. Um, as many different ways as there are people that it manifests in, and and I think you know it's a little stigmatized, even though everybody knows about it and almost everybody has it. It's like therapy; everybody needs it. Everybody, everybody, you know, just about everybody knows what it's like. So, I just want you to know that I hear you, and I feel you, and I'm there. And God or the universe or Brahman or whatever it is that keeps this whole thing going, made this song for you. Too much to pay on your own, your faith is gone, you can't find Hey, will you please welcome the one, the only, one of my favorite people, Ms. Lindsay Pruitt, to the stage? Please welcome Lindsay. Are you somewhere near Lindsay Pruitt? Do you want to jam with me right now?
1: Yes, Thank I do. You.
0: Lindsay, thanks for coming and doing the show. I know you've been here before. Thanks you were for he- having me. You were here when we did... Uh, uh,
4: Mimi Naja.
0: You were here for Mimi Naja, and it was, it was Mimi's idea that you join us, and it was Kyle's idea that you join us, and next time it's going to be my idea because <laughs> you are so fantastic.
1: No, I'm, so. A, I'm a good supporting actress. You know. If
0: I had a hamburger Hammer in the morning, hammer in the evening, all across this land. Hammer out danger, I'd hammer out a warning. Hammer out the love between my brothers and my sisters all over this land. If I had a bell, ring it in the morning, ring it in the evening cross this lane, bring out danger ring out a warning bring out the love between my brothers and my sisters oh. Brothers and my sisters, oh. freedom sing about the song between my brothers and my sisters all over this land i sing about the love between my brothers and my sisters all over this land yeah all over this land awesome thanks lindsay so there's something else before I get Kyle Tuttle out here and I am so pleased to have Kyle here uh tonight. I I um I should just go ahead and tell you the story. You know, when this when when COVID started, uh we were about a month and a half in and I got a text message from Kyle Tuttle and he said, "Hey man, my band was booked to play at the Gray Eagle, but all the shows have gone virtual." And um there's he's like there's There's probably not any money in it, but I wondered if you wanted to come up and play with me and Lindsay, and we're going to live. You know, they're doing a live stream thing, and I thought, what you know, what an amazing opportunity to get to spend some time with these two fantastic musicians and play some music. You know, get out of the house. So I came up here and we played as a trio, and I learned two things that night that really sort of changed the course of my next year. One of the things I learned was that um, that the Grey Eagle was open for business, was doing a live stream. It was legit and they were ready to go if I wanted to do something. And that was huge, that was pivotal and essential for this show coming into existence in the first place. But the other thing that I learned from Kyle that was really fun was that you can put together a funny little band, fiddle and banjo and bass, something you typically wouldn't necessarily think would work and as long as the musicians have like open hearts and open minds and open ears, you should be able to make some pretty harmonious music. And I was blown away at the musical experience of playing in that ensemble. I'd never done that before. And that also helped me to realize that I could continue to play some interesting and compelling music, and I would only need three people. I didn't need, you know, a six-piece band. And so I'm f- totally in debt to Kyle um, for that and so grateful that, that he asked me to come play that show with him and, um, and so grateful to have him on as a guest. So... Without further ado, (laughs) we'll let Kyle do some talking. Please, studio audience, internet audience, please make welcome the one and only Kyle Tuttle and his banjo. Man, first of all, thanks so much for coming to Asheville. Uh, For those of you just tuning in, uh, this is the Travis book, Happy Hour. My guest this week is Kyle Tuttle, and if you want to support the work we're doing here, we, we, don't have, we can't sell any tickets, we have no income, so um, you can make a tip or a donation um, that goes to covering the cost of the crew and also goes to the musicians here. You can do that at paypal.me TravisBook1 or at Venmo at TravisBook. You can also do it on the PayPal for the Gray Eagle. Um, any help is appreciated. Um, so, thanks in advance for your generosity, by the way. <laughs>
2: Thank you very much. So, Kyle. <laughs> Yes, sir, um, yes, sir. When did you get into playing music? Oh, man. Um, when I was born, the, at the beginning, you know, at the beginning of, of, of life. I was five years old when I was... Can play I get a little bit more of him in my wedge? He hey. Can you hear me now? I could get a little more of me in my wedge, too, I guess. Checky, checky. Um, yeah, I was... Uh, I was um, let's see, I was about... You know, I was about two years old, three years old, and my, uh, my grandparents used to sing songs to me. You know, they're not, there's no, not really music in the family, but they sang, like, in church and stuff. Yeah. And there was this little toy guitar, and I, would just, I was just banging on this toy guitar and singing songs when I was, like, about three. So they put me in guitar lessons when I could, like, hold a real guitar. I was about five. Wow. Mm-hmm. It cuts Early deep on. for you. Yeah, I've been at it for a while. How did that lead, how did that lead to banjo? Well, I was a guitar player i was like a like a punk rocker and and uh and uh, metalhead you know um as a teenager playing in punk rock bands and stuff but also um living in georgia you're you're around this music you know i mean i was i was around plenty of banjos and and fiddles and and uh and that stuff but um then I was given a banjo by my grandparents also there's obviously formative although not musicians they had this banjo laying around in the in the attic it's an old silver tone um with a real skin head and a plastic resonator with a screw big old bolt right through the back of the resonator that was my first banjo you know amazing still have it um amazing and i was hooked man immediately you know (laughs) i did that i got one of those out and i was just like oh yeah
4: (laughs) all right I love that.
2: <laughs> now here we are. I mean, that was 17 years ago. So actually, yeah, I was. That's uh, right about, right about. I've been at it right about half of my life now. The banjo, that is. That's killer. T- tell me, tell me about where this banjo came from. Uh, this banjo, this is a uh, 1979 ode. This is a 1979 uh, ode style C, I think, that belonged to uh, my buddy Richard Barrett's dad. Richard's a local Asheville cat. He's actually. We were playing with the Greenliners the first time that we were down here at the evening that you just spoke of. Right. Um, Guitar player in that band. This belonged to his dad. Um, I bought it from him when I was probably 18 or something. And then Robin Smith put this neck on it for me.
0: Right. The great Robin Smith. The great Robin Smith. He's put a lot of good necks on a lot of good banjos.
2: He actually put two on this. He put one on this, and I broke it in half. Uh, And then he put another, (laughs) and then he put this one on here. Uh, So... And yeah, he's, I've he's seen that played out before. Yeah, he's made a few. I got a handful of his banjos. So,
0: <laughs> last night we were talking about your realization about playing and the audience, and here we are in a situation where <laughs> there's not a whole lot of physical audience. Um, do you want to you want to You want to talk about that a little bit? I thought that was a really interesting thing you were talking about. Um, want to riff on that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh yeah no I, I i we were just saying because last night we did the thing in in um down there in brevard at at uh 185 king street where there was some people but you know a lot of what we've done is like this and and my experience like especially um you know where there's the zoom thing that that earlier in the year was happening a lot and i guess it's, it's still happening a pretty good bit but um mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I guess one of the things that I've learned, one of the things that I've learned by by being stuck in this situation, is that um, I get a lot more from the audience maybe than I thought I did, or that the audience is a more important part of of what we do. You know, because you can you can get a couple of pickers together, sit in your driveway, sit six feet apart, to follow all the rules, play some music together. And and don't get me wrong, I love making music. It's it's why we're both sitting here originally, right? You know, um, but. Uh, there's something about that energy that, that you get, you know, that's g- giving and giving back, you know. Um, totally. That I wasn't, as I wasn't as uh, I wasn't so aware that I really depended on that, you know, until it sort of got taken away. And the Zoom calls, it's kind of how I figured that out because I was, then it's just me sitting in my basement playing to the computer screen with 10 or 12 or 15 or 20 smiling faces. And I re- realized that, picking with my buddies in my driveway didn't do for me the same thing that being alone in my basement still, unfortunately, but giving it to somebody, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, there's a, there's a thing there, you know, there it's really, great. It's, it's really important. There really is. And or that, it's really important to me, you know, maybe not everyone and that's okay.
0: Right. And, and I, I think you, I think you said like part of your discovery was that at, at some point, you know, your, your pathway, your, your pathway took you from, you know, you're native of Georgia and you, and you, lived in santa fe and then you ended up the berkeley school of music and 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 you know the berkeley it's like you're saying it's all about the the notes it's about the notes oh yeah yeah i
2: I just spent so much time (laughs) saying oh you know i'm i oh man i got my notes ready for tonight like i i'm gonna play some really good notes tonight (laughs) i did all my homework i know i'm ready i'm gonna play the good notes. and you're going to see your buddy play their good notes. and i'm gonna see my buddy play his good notes and he's gonna see me play my good notes (laughs) yeah and at berkeley you know that's the that's the culture everyone's the the jams you know everyone gets together and tries to for lack of a better term, outplay each other. Yeah. Because you're all pushing each other. Right. You know, and I'm and I'm grateful for that time. And I learned a lot there too. You know, I learned how to push how to how to use your instrument and maybe push somebody a little farther than they they thought they oh could yeah, go. Right. Um but it's not the same thing as what we would what we are doing here for a couple people and what you would be doing in, in a normal world in this room, you know. Yeah. Which is which is it's not, and you may not play the best notes that night, but who cares?
0: You know? Well, that's <laughs> that's that's the realization that it seems like a lot a lot of people come to as they as they age. It's not. Yeah, just like, I'm sure you, that has you, a little to do with you it. You realize too. that the not. It's not just the notes. Each note isn't maybe as important as you thought. It's like each little event, every thought, every little thing, maybe just doesn't. Yeah, it turns out over. 60, 70 years, you're going to have a lot of yes. thoughts. You're going to play a lot of notes. A lot of notes. And, and it's sort of like with making, making records, for better or for worse, it's like once you've, once you've done 12 of them, you know, it, may, it may make it easier for you to maybe not be quite so obsessive or attached about yeah, yeah. certain elements because you realize that even though those notes live on forever in a recording.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, it, well, there one, You know, each one of those notes. You know, if if you made a recording with only a hundred notes out there, then that is a one one hundredth of what you did is wrong. But if you recorded ten of those albums, then it's only a tenth <laughs> of the number of things, or, or whatever. You know, something like that. So provided you, that you make fewer other mistakes. But yeah, right, right, right.
0: <laughs> so you grew you grew
2: up in Georgia.
0: Um, and yesterday there was a runoff election. Do you do you care to comment on that? Do you have any unique perspective as a Georgian on is there any, anything you'd like to say about that? And you can say no.
2: Um, you know, I don't know that I have any unique perspective that's really worth much. I mean, I grew up not in, not in Atlanta, you know, in a, in a significantly more rural place um, that was super conservative, of course, you know. And I was, like I said earlier, I was like the punk rock spiky-haired kid that didn't really fit in around there, you know. So, my, um, so, so at, a, at a young age... When I, basically, as soon as I started having political awareness and thoughts, it was of it was of like, oh, whoa, this place I'm in is really intensely not not on the side that I think of a lot, you know, or at the time. Um, but it's cool to see th- it's cool to see progress there. I mean, you know, some would call it progress, maybe some wouldn't, but um, but I do, you know. And uh, I'm not a registered voter in Georgia anymore. I'm a registered voter in Tennessee, but right, you know, way to go, Georgia. Yeah it's yeah it's it's it, it's it's, it's, in, it's all very interesting. It's
0: all very interesting to me. I find this a very very compelling time to be alive. It is.
2: I mean the, the you know I was I, I I will say I was I saw some something on the internet you know where they're getting down to counting votes at some point, uh, and you're looking at such small numbers, you know, and that to me is still very disheartening, you know. I mean it's like okay, maybe it's 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 these tiny we're talking about these tiny you know if if one side wins even by a by a by a significant margin then you can kinda say okay well at least technically the majority majority of the people in this area represented kinda feel this way when you're talking about a couple hundred on this side or the other side you're really essentially talking about a split right down the middle piece of pie or pizza or whatever you're into you know and uh, That's a tough, that's a tough one, man. Even, even, even if, regardless of what side I'm on, if my side wins an exactly split down the middle race, I'm not going to feel super great about the fact that my side won, because half the people didn't get, aren't feeling represented. Well, well put, you know, well put, and that's, and that is troublesome
0: to me. Yeah, right, yeah. The whole, the whole, th- the whole thing is like, it makes my, it like, it's, I'm getting to the point where it kind of like makes my brain stop, you know? Ye-
2: sure. Sure. Like yeah, I yeah.
0: started to ask you about it and it even, even that experience was kind of like my, my brain was like, <laughs> dude, don't <laughs> nah, bother.
2: <laughs> nah, you know, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> um, it's, it's happening. It's happening whether we're going to talk about it or not. So,
0: all right. Well, let me, let me ask you a couple more questions. Mm-hmm. What, let me answer them. What do you hope
2: for? What do you hope for? Just in life,
0: man. I don't know, man. What do you hope? For? What do I hope for? Yeah.
2: Uh. God, that's a big question. Man. I know, and I, I, I didn't prepare really you. I don't let my guests no, tell. Yeah, I, yeah, don't, I don't. I don't tell you what I'm going to ask you. What do I hope I can, for? I can move on if you want. No, I can. I can. Uh, I can. Uh, <laughs> what do I hope for? <laughs> well played, man. <laughs> no, I, I hope that. Uh, you know, I hope that everybody out there watching this is having a good time, and and, uh, and I hope that um, I hope that we, you know, all that people that do the thing that you and I do get to get back out doing it and giving energy and, and stirring up good vibes to, to other to people again. You know, soon. I mean, that's that's uh, it's kind of uh, that's something I hope for. Yeah,
0: that's a that's something I have a lot of hope for. For sure. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you something else. I hope
2: I catch a big old fat bass next week when I go back home, but you know, whatever. That's (laughs) what I'm talking about.
0: (laughs) Like I'm hoping for some good dry weather tomorrow so I can get in a good long bike ride. That sounds great. Yeah. Simple, Mm self-centered. I also, you know, hope for world peace and um, I hope that like Mitch McConnell suddenly just poof vanishes, disappears, Um, you know, but, um, but sometimes you just have to, you you know, I like to say you can have whatever you want within reason. Mm -hmm. And so if you kind of keep your desires in check, you can be really fulfilled in this life, mm-hmm. so you that's, should that's, be able. That's beautiful. You should you should be able to play some music soon, and you should be able to catch a big old fat bass, maybe. Here's here's a weird appreciate question. that for yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Why do you think you're
2: here? <laughs> <laughs> I really like this interview, man. These questions I already burned up my thinking song, though. Um, I burned up my thinking song on the like even less. Uh, Exi- I should exi- probably pre- existential one. I'll pr- I should prepare you. No, no, I don't. I like this. Why, why do I think I'm here? Um, yeah,
0: why do you think you're here? Either why do you think you're on earth or why do you think you're here tonight or what is your purpose would be another way of putting it. But like, why do, why do you think you're here?
2: Well, man, I, you know, I, th- I think I'm here. I think I'm here so that uh, people can have a good time. You know, I like to have a good time. I like to I like to make people around me have a good time and usually I do it with a banjo but not always you know um, but I think and I have thought about this you know it's like alright well yeah What what is what's the thing that, that I do why am I here yeah what's your um, role what's my role <laughs> forward backward it's forward Oh, my role is forward oh, for okay. sure okay. dude okay. Okay, um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no backward roll over here Ain't no backward roll over here yeah, no no um,
2: no but but yeah, I mean, I, I think um, I think that I do, you know, that I I I like to I like to have fun. I like to uh, uplift people. I like to see people smile. I like to do things that can that that get that can get that out of people, you know. And um, and I feel lucky. I feel really lucky to have gotten to a place where I have the opportunity to do those things, you know. And that makes and part of that is like. May, well, maybe that's because I'm supposed to do those things. You know what I mean? Like, its I, I do feel grateful to be sitting here on this stage to have the opportunity to do that tonight with you, you know. Um, and I did a lot of things to get here mm-hmm. physically and, you know, existentially. Um, <laughs> and why did I do those things? I don't know. I guess because it was what I was supposed to do, you know.
0: That's so. got to be a good feeling. Yeah. To feel like... To feel like it's sort of unfolding the way it's supposed to. Because yeah. I do get the sense from you that you, that you, I, I, I get the sense from you that what you say is true, that you, that you, what I say is true. You feel pretty good about your role in the whole dance as, as, as banjo player and as Kyle Tuttle. I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. All right, lightning <laughs> round. You ready for the lightning round? Yeah, I am. Shoot. What's something you learned from your father?
2: Um, ooh, man. Wow so many things I learned so many things from my father um but i think uh I think if I had to pick one um you know just do like um, do like do, doing everything you're gonna do with the with the with the most directed energy and the best way that you can do it that is in the best in the best way that you can do it for everyone you know what i mean my dad, i think that's like that's kind of like the way he looks at things. The way he, or that's my impression of the way he looks at things and, and approaches tasks, whether they're fun tasks or work tasks. You know, uh, don't don't cut corners, do it right. You won't have to do it again. And that makes everyone happy.
0: And do it in a way that works for everybody.
2: Yeah, including you. Right. You know.
0: I like that. That's cool. What did your grandfather do?
2: Uh, my grandfather was a uh, my grandpa was an engineer. Um, uh, he worked for Lockheed, uh, and during World War II, he was in the he was in the um, army. You know, like as a he was an enlisted guy in the army. Yeah. Left the army, uh, went to work for went back to college, um, studied engineering, went to work for Lockheed Martin, and designed um, ground to air radar, which is basically like when planes are hauling ass and they're flying really really close to the ground. There's a specific radar that basically reads contour, so if there's a, a small hill up ahead, Remarkable. we're talking like s- stealth bombers, you know, like planes going right, very, very fast. That's <laughs> some pretty intense science. Yeah, yeah a science, he was very much a science man. That's incredible, man. Sure. Math, very much a math man.
0: Well, yep. the, I, the, I, you, he passed some of that down to you. You can see that in your playing and the way you approach the banjo. You definitely have a, a brain that functions at a high level. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you describe, this is a weird one, can you describe your grandmother in three words? Is that too weird? <laughs> Don't worry, it's almost over, Kyle. The ninth degree is almost over.
2: I mean, she's got three. Na- I almost wanted to just say her just, three names. Yeah, what are know? her three but names? That's, but that's yeah. Uh, what were your what well, your you know, Kathleen Kathleen Jackson Tuttle is her name. But I would say she uh, three words. Dang, these this, these are good. Um, uh, I was high when I thought of that question in cool. case
0: you were wondering
2: I didn't get high enough to answer it fast ah! apparently uh, we'll work on that later <laughs> uh, yeah no, my grandma's amazing she's, um, she's still here she's 94 years old She awesome she was born during the great depression and she now has a Facebook page she might be watching right now she's, she's, my grandma has a Facebook page
0: that would be incredible yeah my grandmother's in her, in her late 90s mm-hmm. still yeah, cooking she's,
2: yeah she's rocking it's amazing hey Nana what color is your front door
0: it's blue lucky mine's red it's at least you got a blue toilet though so i i do yeah we discovered the cow's got a fascination with blue toilets and my mom's house across the street that we're renovating it's a blue toilet a blue all toilet. right two more questions what are you afraid of
2: uh nothing <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i love that that's my response too actually i, li- yeah, I cool. like i like i like to say it.
2: <laughs> and then finally what are you happy about oh what am i happy about um man I'm happy that I'm here I'm happy that I'm here talking to you um, I'm happy that I got ten fingers at work and and uh, and and that I can and then I got this banjo to play you know um, I'm happy uh, my sister just had a baby I'm happy about that I just became an uncle. Um, that's awesome Uncle Kyle. yeah thank you Uncle Tut thanks pops. <laughs> that's cool man congratulations um, yeah I'm just generally happy I'm just I mean you know I'm not generally happy about every single thing all the time every day. I mean sometimes things bum me out. But what am I happy at? you know what am I happy about? Mostly everything.
0: Well I know you're happy about playing banjo for people, so why that don't I am. let you get to it? Uh, ladies it. and gentlemen, in all of his glory, <laughs> Mr. Kyle Tuttle,
2: thanks for tuning in to the Travis Book Happy Hour. Oh thank you, Travis. And thank you, folks. I'll take that from you if you want. Sure. <laughs> E
4: I could find. Laid my proposition down. Laid it on the line. I won't slave for the beggar's pay, likewise gold and jewels. But I would slave to learn the way to save your ship of fools, a ship of fools on a cruel sea. Ship of fools, sail away from me, it was later than I thought when I first believed you, and now I cannot share your laughter, ship of fools. I saw your first ship just sink and drown the rocking of the boat. All that could not sink or swim was just left there to float. I won't leave you drifting down. It makes me wild 34 years upon my head To have you call me child A ship of fools On a cruel cool sea Oh, a ship of fools Sail away from me It was later than I thought Believed you, and now I cannot share your laughter, ship of fools. The bottle stands as empty as it was filled before Time there was and plenty, but from that cup no more And though I could not caution all, still I would warn a few. Don't lend your hand to raise that flag atop no ship of fools, a ship of fools on a cruel sea. Oh, ship of fools. Oh, thank you, folks. Well, folks,
2: um, I don't know how fa- how familiar y'all are with uh, banjo music out there, but today is uh, the birthday of the guy who made the whole thing up, and his name is Earl Scruggs. So uh, I would be remiss as a Scruggs-style banjo player if I didn't honor the guy by doing uh, something. You know, a lot of people play. A lot of people get real hung up on playing exactly like Earl, like every note, like it, they're gonna learn his arrangements, you know, and he's got books of his stuff out there and you can learn every note the way Earl did it. Um, and it's awesome, it's also really difficult, you know, to remember the way someone else did something every time they did it, like, I'm
4: just saying, it's a
2: lot, a lot of pressure to play things just like Earl. So, I've alleviated myself of that pressure. I'm not gonna play it just like Earl. <laughs> But I'm going to play it close. Yeah, so this one, uh, we'll send this one out to, uh, to uh, Earl Scruggs laying up there in Spring Hill Cemetery in Madison, Tennessee. And um, I guess uh, this is, is particularly appropriate because uh, this one is titled Home Sweet Home, which is where all of you are instead of being here with me today. folks, I didn't write either of those songs, but I did write this next one. Here's one, um, here's one that will be out on some record sometime, it's called I Wonder.
4: When I'm gone When my long days are done Who'll cry when I leave this old world After long bitter years Who'll cry bitter tears For me as I leave this old world Oh the ones that I've loved And the ones that I've shown Their way through the world And these bodies they own Oh I wonder who'll be there To help me come down I wonder what cries will be And that great big surprise. Oh, I wonder who cries. I leave this old world. soul as that glorious flag is unfurled i'll be moving ahead need no more dying bed but i wonder who cries i leave this old world
0: will you tell us do you mind do you mind giving us a little back just a little context on this song i just love this song so much and i think that the, that the
2: story the topic of it is so great I can I sure can give you uh, give you some? As soon as I can get this banjo in tune here, um, yeah. A couple sorry. months ago, I was. Uh oh, sorry. I was
0: like, D- don't worry about it, man. Take your time. Get that thing close.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: get that thing close.
4: <laughs> Take your time. Eh? Sure. Give
2: it a shot. That's no, all I, I ever do. Trying. I just try to just try keep to get trying. <laughs> just get it. yeah, you do I, I see what you're trying to do there. I like what y'all are trying to do up there.
1: It's a nice try.
0: <laughs> uh, just a bunch of inside jokes up here. Yep, yep. Anyway, uh, this song's called Not Quite
2: Spring. I really dig what you're going for. Um <laughs> Yeah, this one's called Not Quite Spring. A couple months ago I was watching uh just watching sitting on the couch watching a lot of TV as you do and and I stumbled into a, into a Bob Ross rabbit hole, um, and I was down in there, you know, just watching Bobby paint and paint and paint and <laughs> so soothing and calming, until it wasn't, you know, until all of a sudden maybe I blacked out or got you know, just uh, had one too many or something, and ended up or one, not enough, maybe, and ended up uh, in, in this vision of being painted into one of these paintings and being stuck in there, and you can't get out, you know so.
0: I love it. Here so we here are. we are.
2: <laughs> this is what it might be like if one were to be painted into, unwillingly painted into a Bob Ross painting.
4: It's colder on the mountain than I ever thought it'd be. Hey, won't you paint my darling right here next to me? Well, it's lonely on the mountain and I want to go back home. I never found what I came for. Now I'm skinning bones. I'm all skin Darling, nothing left to see If you don't believe me, count the days I'm gone Here and there and there and here There's happy little trees But I'm lost out in the brushstrokes all alone Oh, Bobby, won't you paint me an airplane? Oh, Bobby, won't you paint me a fast train? Bobby, can you paint me a banjo tune? into my living room This mountain and I thought there'd be a town And it'd probably have a grocery store Painted Van Dyke brown Well you painted yellow ochre And you painted Thalo blue But you never thought to paint me A blanket and some food Now I'm all skin and bones Darling nothing left to see If you don't believe me count the days I'm gone Here and there and there and here There's happy little trees But I'm lost out in the brushstrokes all alone Bobby, won't you paint me an airplane? Hey, Bobby, can you paint me a fast train? Bobby, can you paint me a banjo tune? Can you paint me off of this mountain Back into my living room? <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> so great. We were putting the repertoire together and getting ready, and one thing that the three of us, one, the three of us have a couple things in common. we got Tony Rice in common, but even more than that, we probably have John Hartford in common. So we're going to do a John Hartford tune for you now. One that I've been wanting to do, and one that has taking on a new meaning in the new era I don't know even what that means but I'll (laughs) leave it at that 25 years from now And we've all grown old from a Wondering how we'll all Sit down, the city dump And talk about the good old days Will you pass the joy And I'll pass the wine Anything good from Down the line A lot of good things went down One time, back in the Good old days Yeah, the good old days the past and gone. A lot of good people have done gone on. That's my line, and I sing this song about back in the good old days. Sometimes I get to thinking that we're almost gone, and there ain't nothing left that we can figure out. I guess I must have seen a lot more like that back in the good old days. When you gotta go, you gotta go always somebody don't you know hanging around saying well i told you so about back in the good days yeah the good old days are past and gone a lot of good people have done gone on that's my line when i sing this song about back in the good days starts to make that sound a lot of good things went down downtown back in the good old days we's in love with the people that we hadn't even met out for anything that we could get oh we did it then and we'll do it yeah back in the good old days yeah the good old days are past and gone a lot of good people have done gone on that's my line and I sing this song about back in the good old days. Yeah, the good old days are past and gone. A lot of good people have done gone on. That's my line and I sing this song about back in the good old days. Don't ever, don't ever forget John Hartford. Don't ever forget John Hartford.
2: Alright, let's get weird. Hey man, I was weird when I got here.
0: You were weird when you were born, brother. <laughs> Lucky you.
2: I didn't even have to work for it. No, you did not.
3: This has been the Travis Book Happy Hour podcast. Thanks for listening. Huge thanks to Kyle Tuttle, Lindsey Pruitt, Ariel Rosenberg, Andy Eubanks, Thompson Guitar, and Americana Vibes. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Travis Book Happy Hour. And full, unedited episodes with video can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com.